Hi, welcome to Limitless Chatter. My name is Shelly, and with me is my Limitless ministry partner, Stephanie. Howdy. Hi, Steph. Last week, we were with Caitlin Yisley, and we started talking about the promises that God made to us mm -hmm. and our, in our journey here on earth. We will continue that this evening. However, Caitlin was not able to join us uh, due to an, uh, something that came up at the last minute, unfortunately. But Stephanie and I are going to um, try to get through this without her and uh, pray for Have us a along moment. the way. <laughs> but before we begin, Steph, would you please lead us in prayer? Yes, I'll be happy to. Father God, we come to you. We thank you for these opportunities. Lord, we just ask that your words bless the listener, that your heart reaches theirs through us. Again, we thank you. We love you. And we ask all of these name, things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. So last week we talked about three different promises. Um, mm -hmm. One, that, that he would never leave us. Uh, two, that he would give us strength. And three, that he, that he hears our prayers. Those are the three promises that we touched on last week. And mm -hmm. When we were talking, Caitlin briefly mentioned um, that he had plans to prosper us. We didn't go into any detail on that. So I think we'll lead off with that. Steph, if you don't mind, um, we'll start don't with mind that at one. All. Since we Yes, are I would love to. Okay. Um, of course, this comes from Jeremiah 29, 11. And I know a lot of us have heard this verse mm -hmm. numerous times. Um, and I think I've said this before, but sometimes something you've heard over and over and over again, God will help you see it in a new light because of the place you're at in that, in your particular moment of life. Right. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and read Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. Okay. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Yeah. And I think that's just those couple of verses packs quite the promise. Right, right. He doesn't want us just to live. He wants, he wants us to prosper, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and he, and I don't have the exact verse location off the top of my head but he also does say that he comes to give us life and give us life abundantly right right so I wonder why sometimes it feels like life is such a struggle and we we don't have that abundance we feel like that we should have um you know we see other people around us that have all of these material things mm -hmm. um and it gets a little frustrating, you know, to be like, oh, I, I need that abundance also. So maybe explain to us, um, if you can, like what that really means as far as abundance. Okay. Well, I am not a theologian. I will start off by saying that. Right. Um, but from what I have learned 
in my walk with Jesus is that when he means abundance, he means abundance of him. He gives us an abundance of love and the ability to love others regardless. He gives us an abundance of peace and the ability to live in peace with others Mm -hmm. and to have unshakable peace when the world is a mess. So I, I believe in my personal opinion that he's talking about that kind of abundance, true life, because we, well, there's a couple of things. We can't take material things with us to heaven. Right. And we cannot find that lasting joy and peace and love in material things. Mm-hmm. So right. while it might be cool to have the latest phone or the nicest car, um, those things are not where it's at for us when we are truly pursuing Christ. And you know, that the truth is, when you're on that journey and you are pursuing Christ with all your heart, those things become less important. Mm-hmm. So you do. don't have the same desires um, and you, you see things from a little different perspective. So I think oh. you're right on there. The, the abundance is, uh, it comes from a different place and a different mindset. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. And he always has promised to take care of us and to provide us with what we need. And so knowing that he already knows what we need before we do. And I think that is another way that he prospers us is that he knows what we're going to need. He knows what I'm going to need in five years. I have no clue. I may not know what I need tomorrow, (laughs) but he knows what I'm going to need in five years and in 10 years and and so on and so forth. And he knows how to make me prosper. Right. And he knows that by when I am seeking him, and you know, it says you seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart, which kind of, if you don't mind me picking back, piggybacking off of that leads us into Matthew seven, seven through eight, ask, and it will be given to you, seek, and you will find knock, and it will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Mm-hmm. And I again. I do too. I I love that because it's not talking about those material things. No. no. I mean, the true treasure is Christ himself. That Absolutely. is the true treasure. And That's so when nice we seek right. him, yeah, then we will find him. Yes. And he will prosper us. Yeah. And, and I think that that's one thing that people need to, um, if, if they're still looking for those material gains and it's not that God won't give those things to us, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in due time, I suppose, but you know, like we've talked about this before, how, and I know you, you specifically have, had those days where you're like, will you, pl- will you pray for me because we've got this coming up and we've got this situation mm-hmm. and um, so we'll pray about it and and it always, it's always taken care of. Like, I've never had you come back and say, well, you know, it didn't work out. Like, we're right? <laughs> out of the house or, you know. Any- <laughs> right. But it- you're exactly right. It always, God always provides. Yes. Always. Yes. And we and have you know, the same things over here. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, my husband has mentioned before, like he, he would get an unexpected um, check or a reimbursement for something that he wasn't expecting. And he's like, oh yeah, extra money. But then like the next day, a bill would come due or something would happen that he needed that money and he didn't know that beforehand, but God knew. And God mm -hmm, made sure exactly. he had that. Yeah. Yeah. I love those and he stories. He provided that. Yes. Oh, I know. Doesn't that just make you tingle? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I love hearing about that. And, you know, and I've heard stories too where God will provide, like, to the penny, the exact amount. Yes. I think that's, I mean, that's just proof right there that mm -hmm. like he knows exactly what we, what we are going to need. Yeah. And he prospers us to take care of us. And in Proverbs, of course, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is, is one of my favorite passages. And we've, we've might've, we might have mentioned it on the show before. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Yeah. I don't make my path straight. No. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> no. My, if I made my own path, it's zigzagging and up and down and it's yeah. all over. You don't want me navigating. We're, we're lost. <laughs> <laughs> you get lost along the way. <laughs> yes. And so that's, you know, submitting to him and, and leaning on his understanding and his wisdom. Yeah. You know, and I know that takes faith and it takes trust, mm -hmm. but he's never let me down. And yeah. I am going to, I'm going to almost bet to guarantee that he's never let you down either. No, no. You know, there, there've been times where I felt like, like we talked about last week, it, it may not be exactly the way I thought it was going to be, but mm -hmm. it, it always worked out for the, exactly. for the best. I mean, when you look back and you're like, oh, well, that's not what I thought I was going to get, but okay, I love mm -hmm. it. <laughs> well, and we talked about the way you and I met. Yes. And yes. how we both were individually praying for different things. Yes. I was praying to get a dis job in a district, a another district. Mm -hmm. Close to home, both of us. Yes. Yep. And I ended up getting a job in the district I'm currently in. Which then led me to meet you. Yep. Yep. It's amazing how right. God does that. He knew. And here we are. Here life we are. Abundant. <laughs> <laughs> we are living abundant life. Yes. <laughs> um, the last thing I'm going to mention about this, and um, you mentioned about material things and putting our faith in that, and why, you know, why does everybody else have these things? And I also kind of want to throw in there why does my world feel like it's falling apart at times? Yeah. You know, we're having a bad day. Things aren't going our way. Um, maybe we are financially struggling. Maybe we're struggling in a relationship, those kinds of things. And I just would like to, to tack on to the end of this promise, Romans eight twenty eight. Okay. And we know that in all things, and I'd like to say, that, and we know in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Yeah. I love that. Doesn't say that God's going to give us all good things. Mm. It says he's going to work all things for good. Right. Good thing to remember. So, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he will prosper us. Even, you know, and sometimes I think those rough times, I do draw closer to him because when I, when I remember and make a conscious choice to lean on him, I'm drawn closer to him. Right. Right. And I feel but like I prosper. <laughs> and something you said there toward the end um, would, would have been a perfect segue, except I can't remember what it was. But oh, the, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> this brain is getting a little um, a little old. <laughs> but um, the next promise that we want to talk about was that he fights for us. Mm -hmm. And I think that in that, he is working all those things for good. Um, and Exodus 14, 14 says it so plainly. The Lord will fight for you. You have only to be silent. Yeah. I've also heard it. You have only to be still. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know we can't be silent for the sake of the show because that would be rather boring for our listeners. But... <laughs> But I like Exodus 14, excuse me, 14, 14, because when you think about it, he's going to fight for me. He fights for me every day. He fights for me. Yeah. That it's, I, I'm thinking oh, sorry, as, go ahead. as you're saying that, I'm thinking of the song on the radio that, that says, he will never stop fighting for me, even when I can't fight for myself especially when I can't fight for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that is such a good song. Mm -hmm. I'll have to link that in the comments. So let me forget that. Okay. I better write that. <laughs> because I, I will. <laughs> okay. Which song? Got it. <laughs> Deuteronomy 20 verse 4. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Yeah. We have victory in Christ. And it's nice to know there's a song, oh golly, I want to say Colton Dixon. Okay. Not 100% sure on that. Angel Armies, where he talks about how the God of Angel Armies. And I, when I think about that, when I think about an army is a huge thing. Yes. An army, when you think about how many angels God has in his armies, and he has those armies fighting for me. He does. When I first thought about that, I literally teared up. Because <laughs> it was yeah. just so powerful. Every step of the way. Every step of the way. Yeah. And... He fights for us. We are fighting an unseen battle. There is a thing called spiritual warfare. Oh, wow. And whether you want to believe it or not, um, which I personally do, yes, there is a battle going on between forces. And they're fighting for me. They're fighting for you. They're fighting for the person listening. Mm -hmm. um, and Jesus fights for you, friend. He I can't even tell you he fights for you. He has angels fighting for you. He is sending angels to protect you. Yes. And angels are different than people who have passed on, I believe. Yes, absolutely. I just want to, I know we're not talking about angels specifically, but I would like to just kind of touch on that. An angel is a created being by God. 
-hmm. I mean, we are created beings by God as well, but an angel is a completely different being that is created by God that, you know, I don't think as adults, we, we see very often. I think sometimes kids can see them. Yeah. You know, but they're, they're here. They're here with us right now. Absolutely. Hi guys. (laughs) Hey. Hey, what's up? (laughs) But you're right. And, And they do. And, and they, um, they're just, not only are they protecting us, but they're, they're standing by, um, for our guidance, you know, for, um, for our requests and what mm-hmm. I mean to say is what we make a request and they're like, all right, we got this. And mm-hmm. they're there to help us, not just protect us. But yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful thing when you think about it. Yeah. And a lot of times that'll help me feel better. Even, yeah. um, I used to really, I don't know if I want to say the word suffer, Um, but I really struggled at night falling asleep. Well, I still do, but the, the reason I used to have the, I used to worry. I'm worry, worry, worry. Even when I was a kid, I remember worrying about this. Someone was going to break in and I was going to be asleep and I wouldn't be awake and I wouldn't be able to call the police and protect everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I, I remember, or the, or the house would catch on fire and I wouldn't be awake to warn everybody. And so I remember laying awake as, as long as I possibly could as a kid and even into adulthood. Oh, wow. And I remember starting to pray when I'd lay myself down to sleep, God, surround and fill this house with your angels, yes. your armies. Fill this house with the Holy Spirit. Put a hedge of protection around this house and and, and this family. And I'll tell you what, I don't have those worries anymore. I mean, I had to do that several nights in a row. It wasn't just a one night and boom, everything was gone. But knowing that he was going to fight for me, knowing that he was going to protect me, I got to a place where I don't have those worries anymore. Right. Yes. Perhaps we should do a whole show on angels because there's like so that. much more you can say about them. There is a ton more. <laughs> and I'm sorry, we kind of got off on It's okay. There. It's okay. Um, but yeah, that it is a, a, a good topic that maybe in the future we could do a, a whole show just for angels. Would love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to get back, I just have a few more verses to read in regarding to um, God fighting for us. Um, two of them are out of Isaiah. One is Isaiah 43, verse two. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. Oh, wow. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't mean go stick your hand over a candle flame and you're not going to get a burn. What it means is, is that with God, when we are with him, when we are in Christ, we have eternity with him and nothing will take that away. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It is that he protects us that much. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the things that I've done and the decisions I've made in the past, and I think, wow, the things that could have happened to me mm-hmm. that he protected me from. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. You know? That's because he loves us so much. Exactly. That's us. I could have had a lot of waters overwhelm me and fire, you know, consume me, but he 
he protected me. Mm -hmm. The other verses out of um, Isaiah is Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me declares the Lord. How many more ways can he say it, right? <laughs> I don't know how to expand on that. <laughs> well, he's fighting for us. <laughs> he's fighting for us. And you know, I think he fights even more for us when we put on his armor. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Which is another show we can completely do about the armor. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little bit about that when we had Jesse on the show. We, talked about we did. That. We did. I would like to go into depth with that. So let's uh -huh. make a note of that. Okay. I'm, I'll write that down. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a long list. <laughs> Uh, you'll just have to help me remember that one. <laughs> I will. And those are two promises that I think, you know, he's, he's fighting for us. He's going to prosper us, you know, he, and then the promises we talked about last week, just, right. I can feel a swelling of hope, you know, just. Yeah. Which is perfect because the, the next promise we're going to talk about is the promise of peace. He promises to give us peace. So the mm. feeling when you put all of that together and, and you just start to think, oh, I can rest assured that I'm protected and I'm, I'm cared mm -hmm. for and someone is listening and I'm not alone. All of those things should just automatically fill us with peace. Um, when we are abiding when we talked about with carrie uh, when we're abiding with christ the peace is one of the things that he gives to us um, so i want to read a couple of scriptures regarding um, peace the first one john 14 27 i love this one and i think Deb, i believe this is one of our i hate to admit this this was one of our memory verses from one of our bible studies and um I'm reading it instead, <laughs> instead of remembering it like uh -huh. you were supposed yeah. to. Uh, but I did, I did remember that it was <laughs> memory. Like, oh yeah, I remember that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to take um, that the memory, the ginkgo stuff, and help my memory. <laughs> yeah. All right, John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. so, as you were saying before that he's fighting for us, our job is to just rest and be at peace because he's taking care of it. Oh yeah. We don't have to really put ourselves, I mean, you know, he doesn't want us to be lazy. He wants right. us to, to fight um, in, in a Christian and spiritual way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then another one, Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. 
Um, mm -hmm. I feel like did, we maybe mentioned that a couple weeks ago, but that one, uh, I really love that scripture. I, I do too. I love that it talks about the peace that transcends understanding. That's the kind of peace that no matter what's going on, and I'm sure we've all known somebody like this, no matter what is going on around them, they have that rock solid peace. I had a friend, a dear friend, um, who passed away uh, probably about a year or so ago, maybe a little over, um, of cancer. Uh, she was riddled with cancer, but the joy that woman had, I, I remember thinking, I want to have just a fraction of that faith. I, you, every time you saw her, you'd say, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm great. And you knew she was in so much pain and you knew that physically she was falling apart, but yet her heart was so on fire for Jesus that she had that peace. Right. Yeah. And I, I long to be that kind of person. There are times where I feel that, that peace, like, um, mm -hmm. when I think about everything going on in the world and, you know, this virus is, is hitting and I can be at peace with that for the most part. I'm not scared. I'm just, you know, kind of like, eh, I'll be fine. That's going to take care of me. So I, I feel peace about that. Mm -hmm. Where I don't feel peace <laughs> is throughout the day, and, and keep in mind, everyone, that Stephanie and I teach kindergarten and first grade, um, <laughs> and I don't feel peace when I have a classroom of students who are not listening and who, <laughs> they're just determined <laughs> to ruin my day. I know it sometimes. <laughs> That they are, just, they are just. Here. You know they're not really determined to ruin your day, right? <laughs> I know, but some days it feels like that. I do understand. Okay. I do, and I got to tell you, my peace goes out the window when I've heard my name for the nine hundred and forty-third time, and it's only been two hours into the school day. <laughs> right. Right. Once I even looked at the class and I said, I am no longer Mrs. Fleming. Nope. <laughs> Mrs. Fleming is gone. She's gone. She's gone. But those are the times where I, I struggle to find that peace when, when I've given the same instructions 20 times and they're still not. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. But it's, it's the big things in life that I find peaceful. It's those little things that, that are hard. I would like to counter just okay. for a second though, because you have found peace in your days from time, time to time, because there have been days where you have sent me a picture of, of a student's work, or you have texted me so-and-so just read a book, uh. you know, when you were so excited. And those moments that you get to celebrate with the kids, and I know for me, that's when my peace comes back because that's what we're there for. Right. So I guess in what you're pointing out is that my peace is not gone. I just have to allow God to show me those little things more often. And I mm -hmm. do, I do, but it does, it does get difficult. Like, you know, and I think praying throughout the day too, uh -huh. when I'm feeling my nerves, and I'm down to my last one. 
And that, you know, I should have been praying along before then. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And that's where prayer comes in. Right. He'll fight for our peace then too, I think. Yes. And you know, um, the song that talks about he's with us in the fire. Mm-hmm. The very first time I heard that song, and you know, it's talking about Jesus is with us. He's with us in the waves. He's with us in the fire. He's with us through all of that. I was, I, my eyes were closed and I just had a brief vision of me standing in my classroom and Jesus was beside me. Mm -hmm. That song instantly became one of my favorites um, because I could see that. And I'm, I was so grateful for that brief vision that it's a reminder. He, he is with me and, and that has to give me peace. So he is, he's standing right there with you. Yep. He's watching little so and so ask for the millionth time, what do we do again? You know <laughs> <laughs> Which he's, there, he's right there. <laughs> I have no idea what button I'm pushing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the beauty of all of that is that God loves us. And mm-hmm. That, you know, Stephanie and I were talking about the promises and that one, the fact that he loves us is probably, they're all important, but that one seems to carry so much weight because everything, everything revolves around his love for us. Mm-hmm. So to put that in perspective, like he loved us so much that he died on the cross like yeah there's no no question on how much love came with that sacrifice right to be willing knowing that he had the power to take himself down off the cross should he choose to mm-hmm. but he chose to stay and there's another song um why can't I think of the name above all mm-hmm. and we'll have to link these other songs in the in the comments too because um it says above all you were you were thinking of me yeah you were thinking you know my name my life was on your mind right when you were taking those nails and when you were taking the crown and when you were standing there and when you couldn't breathe and when you know, the, the excruciating pain and, um, he was thinking of me. Right. He was thinking um, of you. That is the perfect, um, segue to my first scripture here, Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, mm. he died for us. Yes. He didn't wait for us to be clean. He didn't do it for only the pure at heart. He died for the sinners. For us. For me. Before we we didn't even know we wanted him to. Like Mm-mm, yeah. <laughs> we didn't ask him to. He just he just did it. Right. He knew he what it was going us. to take. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that um I think everyone 
probably knows John 3.16. Um, I believe this was the, and I, I did memorize this one from <laughs> years back. I, believe I had this one memorized back. when I was five. Quit exactly. bragging. <laughs> exactly. Back in the day, I had this one memorized. Um, but my favorite, I've looked at other um, versions, but I think it's because I memorized it from the King James Version that that mm. always is my favorite. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know why, because it kind of, you know, means the same thing, but I, the, I think the words that they use just, I don't know. I don't know why it's my favorite, but um, I am going to read it just so that I don't fumble through. For God so loved the world that he gave his only, not his second born, his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hmm. So his only son, which in res retrospect, or when, when you look at the big picture, it's not just his son, but it's, it's God himself. Yes. Died he on became, the cross. Yeah, he became human <laughs> for us. I just, my mind, I just have a hard time wrapping my mind around that kind of love. Like, you know what yes, I mean? I think, like, that is yeah. so, so much love. It is. But I don't think we... And I think that's why some some of us and some, well, I, I don't when well, I'm not now, but I at one point had a hard time accepting his love because we don't know that kind of love here on earth. No, no, not at all. I mean, I love my family and I would probably die for my husband and my child. But you but for the most part, mm -hmm. for the most part, there's not someone that we can honestly say that we would be beaten tied to a cross, nailed to a cross for, you yeah. know, it just, and the fact that they did, that, that Jesus did that for us, you know, it's hard for us to fathom that kind of love. Right. It truly is. It truly is. And, and you know, there are so many scriptures in the Bible mm. about God's love. Um, I only pulled a few and let me tell you, it was, uh, like I said, there's so many. So many. Um, there really are. In First John four ten, this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Mm -hmm. So, so that we could be reconciled with God right. through through Jesus, the death of Jesus again wow <laughs> because he wants us with him in eternity yes he wants us with him that's how much he loves us he said you know what there's you're not going to be able to reconcile yourself to right. me because of the sin right. and i but i want you with me so right. i'm going to come up with a way right and i'm going to come up with this plan and i'm going to do this and i'm going to put this in action and so now you have a way to come with and be with me for eternity that's how badly he wants us with him that's love yeah. yeah and you know I think everyone and maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm speaking out of turn here but I feel like 
we go through a time in our lives where we feel alone. We feel mm -hmm. like no one really cares. And um, do I really have any friends or does my family really even like me? You know, we all go through those struggles uh, in our lifetime. We and, do. you know, I, I feel like those of us who, who know God, we still even have those lonely times where we question and we feel that um, loneliness. But if we, if we focus on the fact that how much God loves us, we'll, we're not alone. Right. We're not. Um, no. But I know, um, I know there was a time in my life that I did feel completely abandoned and alone and I felt like I had mm -hmm. nobody or anything and I that's when I dropped to my knees because I knew that I needed to to get back right with God yeah because we've talked about you know we we both grew up in church we you know I had I was a Christian my whole life but right and then we Same. had that moment where we were kind of like not walking on the straight you know, tried to do it ourselves and headed down the wrong path or whatever um and those are lonely times those oh yes very lonely very times. lonely very lovely and yeah. I don't think you know you don't set out thinking okay I'm gonna find something else to fill me and oh, make right. me happy and make me whole mm -hmm. you don't intentionally but somewhere subconsciously mm -hmm. we are all and I can say this for every single person we are all searching for God yes every single one of us we were made to seek yeah. him he created us that way mm -hmm. so that craving you have for whatever it is is actually really a craving for god yeah and so and i know i did this i tried to fill that craving with other things um it doesn't work no doesn't work gonna have god one bit and the fact that we can make those mistakes and still be loved and without question. Mm -hmm. Romans oh, yeah. 8.39 says, neither height nor depth nor anything else in creation, anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So no matter what we do, no matter how far we feel like we've strayed, it doesn't separate us from God's love. You're never too far from God. That's his promise to us, that he, he loves us and he's going to continue to love us no matter what. And he's mm -hmm. going to give us that peace. Mm -hmm. And in all of those things, he, he does have plans for us. So all of those promises. Now, if you remember last week, Stephanie mentioned like there are over 8,000 promises. <laughs> I would love to be able to touch on each and every one. However, that would take a lot of episodes, I feel like. And I don't think our listeners would stick around for that much. You're like, another promise. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Andy loves me. We get it, okay. <laughs> But we can't, I mean, seriously though, yeah. I don't feel like I can hammer it home enough and mm -hmm. you can hammer it home enough that God loves you. Like, yeah, truly, truly, truly loves you. 
you know, and I think mm-hmm. I, you were, you were talking about how we kind of sometimes all go astray or we're looking for something else to fill that craving. And I think of the story of the prodigal son. Mm, yes. And I, I can't remember exactly which book is in. I'll look it up and post it in the comments later. But the one thing that I remember being taught about that story is not just that it represents us coming back to the Lord, but someone, and I I don't remember who said it should be actually called the running father. Yeah. Because it is less about the fact. And for those of you who don't know the story, the prodigal son, there were two boys. And the younger of the two decided, I want my inheritance now. I know, Dad, you're not dead, but I want it now. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm so, go. yep, live it up. So <laughs> the dad gave him his portion of the inheritance. The kid took off, squandered all his money, of course, ended up working at a pig farm eating pig slop, not even eating actual food, and decides that he's going to come back to his father. If I, I really think it's important that you guys look this up. This is really... This is how our father feels about us. Yes. I've eaten that pig slop. Not like, not literally. I've not literally eaten pig slop, but you get what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah. And so when we decide to come back to the father, when we decide to go back home, he runs to us with open arms, just like the father in the story. He sees his son, because he's been looking for his son to come back, mind you. This whole time that his son has been gone, he's been looking for his son to come back. Every day he watches for him. So he finally sees him. He's a long ways off. He finally sees his long lost son come home. And instead of just waiting, he opens his arms and runs to him. And that is such a perfect picture of how God welcomes us back into his loving family and his loving arms. He's running for you. Uh He's running for you. There, um, there's a song and I, Stephanie, I think I played this for you. Um, it's from like, okay. It's from the 1970s. (laughs) I'll just say it. Um, you were a child then though, so it's okay. I was barely born. I mean, all right. (laughs) But, um, the Sweet Comfort Band is the the Mm -hmm. name of the band who sang it and it's called the Prodigal's Regret. And that song, you know, I'm back, I'm back in high school and that is one of my all time favorite songs. And I still, I still love it. And once in a while I'll look it up and listen to it. And, um, and it, and it talks about that, about how, um, God, you know, is there for us and how, like, we take him for granted and we, we walk away and then it comes back to, and now I'm standing in your shadows waiting as the tears begin to fall, because then you realize "Mm, I've messed up. I need to come back. And it's just a we'll link that one in there because you know and it has the the classic 70s sound but i love it (laughs) It, it's good it's good it is a good song it's it's good (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean think about a father who died for you and who eagerly waits for you to come home right i mean that's love that's love on a level that we 
in our finite minds cannot grasp, but the closer we get to walking with God, and that's the thing I, I, I'm finding personally, is that every day as I grow closer to him, the closer I get to understanding more and more of that love. Right. And don't you feel, and I think we've talked about this and maybe even on here, um, how we didn't back then when we were younger, we didn't understand how we could love God, how we could love something that we couldn't actually see or touch or, you know, the right. tangible. We, it was difficult to understand the concept of love in that realm. But as yes. we're older and as we're growing closer to God, we get it. Because mm -hmm. the more... The more I understand his love for me, the more I love him. You know, that's just. Oh, yeah. Just, I don't know. It, it's like a natural occurrence after like. It really is. Find out how much he, he loved us and how much he promises and how much he does for us. How could you not just be overflowing with love for that situation like I, I can't even yeah. can't even put it into words and I feel like we're going on and on about this love thing but it's it's a real situation <laughs> I mean it's real and it's huge I mean it's the it cornerstone uh -huh. of our faith it's Jesus is love Jesus is love plain Absolutely. and simple you know love. he always when he walked the earth promoted love mm-hmm in the Bible, he promotes love. It's yes. love is what drives out hate. Love is what drives out the ugly. Love is what yes. drives out the negative. And when we can truly grasp that, then we are starting to to glimpse the kingdom of heaven. Yes, absolutely. All right. Big stuff big stuff it is truly big stuff and you know the one thing that stephanie and i pray about is that everything that we're saying we're not saying it just to hear ourselves talk mm -mm. we truly are on here giving these messages so that someone who needs it will hear it yeah. And maybe if you don't know how much God loves you, maybe if we tell you 50,000 times. <laughs> maybe you finally do now. <laughs> maybe you'll truly understand that huge, huge amount of love. Um, I, you know, yeah. we couldn't, we can't say it enough. Like we, we truly do pray for you. We don't know who you all are. We don't know who's watching, but we pray for you. Um, you know, the, now's the time. If you don't know God, now's the time. Don't wait. Um, you need help. If you want guidance, reach out to us. Yeah. Um, reach out to a pastor or something, whatever. And, and please keep in mind, too, that we're not saying these things because we have it all figured out. No. Not we, we have been in your shoes. Yeah. 
sometimes we still are. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. There are days I don't always get it. There's, you yeah. know, sometimes, and sometimes it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and I go, don't, oh, why didn't I figure this out sooner? You know, right. I haven't prayed yet. Uh, you know, <laughs> just being honest. I'm, but we're works in progress. We're trying. That's a real thing. And Stephanie and I are working on a project together. And this is a side note about this, but <laughs> Stephanie and I are working on a project together. And one day we were struggling so badly. Like we, our brains weren't working. Like we were completely Nothing. off task, off target. And we're both just like, ah, I can't think. And I was just like, wait a second. We haven't prayed. <laughs> we're like, oh. Yeah, let's what? do that. And the minute we did that, everything changed. We opened up our Bibles and we got back. And that's right on track. Took. That's all it took. And we were both like, why didn't we start with that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at each other going, why didn't we figure that out before? <laughs> we know, we know this stuff, but we, we were trying to do it on our own and thought we could just sit down and get to work and and it would all just be there but no <laughs> we need so we're in progress too we, we are, are still we're trying just as hard as you are and we just we just feel like god has given us this message to just say listen we're not perfect we are not you know holier than thou we just uh -huh. want you to know the joy and the love that we have found yeah. And it, it, if you can get even, even a little giggle or a little smile or a little inkling of, um, of the joy, then, then good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> good thing. All right. All righty. Yes, definitely. So we'll, we'll stop going on and on about it now. <laughs> and you know, and I will say this, I got to go on and on just for about 10 more longer. seconds. Okay. Go ahead. The more you, the more you get of Jesus, the more you pursue him every day, the more you want to do what we're doing and just go on and on and on about it. <laughs> just somewhere though. <laughs> we do. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, folks, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully you uh, enjoyed our message this evening. If anyone has suggestions for future messages, things you'd like to, to hear about, shoot us a message. We, we're open to suggestions. Um, Definitely. We, oh, you know what? Now might be a good time. We can throw this out there. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm going on and on. In the future, we don't know when, but we are going to uh, have a Q&A session. So we're, we don't have the answers. But Not if all you, of them, no. If you submit questions, you know, something you might have a question about, then we will do our best to seek the answers. Um, and we want to do a Q&A session on one of our shows. So if you have any questions, pop them out there and send them our way. Send them our way. And we'll, uh, we'll include them on the show. So with that, we will say goodbye. Until next time, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.